This is The Guardian. I'm Jane Lee, coming to you from Wadundry Land, and this is The Full Story. Anthony Albanese and Peter Dutton are facing their first test with voters this year as their parties head to a by-election this weekend, which was triggered by the death of Labor MP Peter Murphy. For the coalition, it's a chance to claw back support in Victoria's outer suburbs, where the Liberals are hanging on by a thread. For Labor, it'll determine how well the government is performing in a cost-of-living crisis one year out from the next federal election. Today, political reporter Sarah basford Canales and Victorian state correspondent Benita Kolovos on the high-stakes battle for Dunkley. It's Tuesday, the 27th of February. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com ACAST. Hi, Benita. Hi, Sarah. Hey. How you doing? So, Sarah, you're joining us from Canberra where you cover federal politics. We'll talk about the seat of Dunkley in a moment. But first, what's at stake in this by-election for both Anthony Albanese and Peter Dutton? Yeah, well, this is a key election for a number of reasons. We're, we're finally on the home stretch for the next federal election and uh, some of the sparkle that the Albanese government enjoyed for its first year in office is obviously worn off. We've got the coalition finally getting into the swing of things after having a pretty lacklustre first year when they were sort of picking up the pieces after their devastating federal election loss. We've seen opposition leader Peter Dutton come out more aggressively off the back of the referendum last year. And for Labor, it means that their popularity will be put to the test. They've obviously made some adjustments to the stage three tax cuts, but will it be enough? Recent polling has shown that Labor has its nose in front in this by-election, 52% to 48%, which is still a swing, but obviously would still get them over the line. For the coalition, it's really crucial they gain ground in Dunkley. It's part of their new strategy to win votes in the outer suburban electorates, where typically Labor has dominated before. So Dunkley is really the litmus test to determine whether Peter Dutton's new-look Liberal Party has a chance at clawing back some of its seats in the lower house, and in particular Victoria, where it's faced some pretty devastating losses. Benita, as Guardian Australia's Victorian state correspondent, you recently went to Dunkley to speak with voters there. What do we need to know about this seat? I did. So Dunkley is about 150 square kilometres in Melbourne's Bayside Southeast. In its centre is Frankston. It's a bit of a maligned suburb, but it is a working class sort of suburb on the up. 
In the south, you have Mount Eliza, which is a lot more um, wealthier area. It's on the gateway of the Mornington Peninsula. You've got homes that are, you know, starting on the beach there for three million plus. And then on the other side of Frankston, you have um, suburbs like Carrum Downs and Sandhurst. They're, they're sort of mortgage belt suburban seats. So it is a bit mixed. We kind of compare it to others in those outer Melbourne areas. It's a little bit different than them because they've had these huge population growth, but it hasn't grown as quickly and it's incredibly like homogenous. I think three quarters of the electorate were born in Australia and two thirds nominate English, Irish or Scottish ancestry as part of their ethnicity. And it's also a bit older than some of those other outer suburban Melbourne seats we talk about. The average age is 40 compared to the Melbourne average of 37. On paper, it reads like a heartland coalition seat. But the thing that I find really interesting when I'm talking to the pollsters is there's another group in this electorate which identify as having no religion. And apparently this group, it's about 50% in Dunkley, are currently most likely to support centre-left parties and candidates. Mm. So it'll be really interesting to see, see what happens. So it sounds like a really interesting seat. Sarah, Dunkley was previously held by Labor MP Peter Murphy, who died late last year after a battle with breast cancer. Can you tell me a little bit about the legacy she left during her four years in federal politics? Yeah, sure. I mean, in short, Peter Murphy was really well liked within the electorate, but also in Parliament across all sides of politics. Um, I think the fact that we saw MPs and senators from the Nationals, the Liberals, the Greens, and obviously our own party, Labor, give such touching speeches, showed the sort of impact she had on her peers. But outside of uh, the chambers in her electorate of Dunkley, um, she was first elected in 2019 on a 2.7% margin and she grew that margin to 6.3% in the 22 uh, federal election. So obviously she's had a great impact on her constituents and and managed to grow Labor's margin over that first term. Um, She'll probably perhaps be remembered for her work on gambling reform. She headed up the inquiry which looked at ways to limit the harm online gambling has on members of the community. And in mid-2023, it recommended online gambling be banned across all media um, and at all times within three years. Um, So that's very much the legacy she leaves behind and one that I'm sure Labor will try to capitalise on in this upcoming by-election. It certainly sounds like Peter Murphy achieved quite a lot during a short time in Parliament. Do you think voters' loyalty to her could help Labor hang on to that seat. Yeah, I think that's it's definitely a possibility. Uh, Jodie Bellier is the candidate for Labor. Her story really is quite connected to, to Peter Murphy. Yeah, it is very sad what happened with uh, Peter. Uh, she leaves uh, an extraordinary legacy, though. And in Jodie, they have someone who will continue uh, to build on that legacy. Labor has said that Peter Murphy actually recruited Jodie to to be in the party. So Jodie's only been in the party for a short while. So she's not a career politician as as such, but definitely someone who's been in the community for some time. Yeah. I went out there for the first week of early voting and I spoke to a lot of people who knew of Peter, knew of her legacy and linked the two Labor women together and said that they were going to vote for Jodie because she had a similar 
attitude and background to Peter. So I think that will work for them. And I think it's a really good point to add as well that the circumstances of this by-election are so different from the last one we had here in Victoria, which was Aston. This is a, an MP who's died while she was serving her community. Um, so a lot of people that I've been speaking to are quite sad about the circumstances of it. Hmm. Well, a question for both of you. What do you think are some of the key priorities for voters in Dunkley right now? Cost of living would be the number one issue when I was speaking to voters in the electorate. They were talking about how expensive absolutely everything has become from their groceries to school fees to electricity bills and including their mortgages. Now, I think the stat from the ABS is about a third of the electorate has a mortgage, which is higher than than other electorates nearby, and their Mm. mortgage is actually higher than other nearby electorates. So the interest rate rises would probably be hurting these people more than maybe someone in another, another seat. I think that's where Labor's stage three tax cuts will uh, really benefit uh, the Labor Party at the polls. Some analysis has shown that most taxpayers in in Dunkley will be better off under these tax cuts. Obviously, as Benita said earlier, there are different pockets within the electorate, some more wealthier than others. But I think overall, everyone will be getting some sort of tax cut. And those that are probably at the higher end of the salary scale, um, while they're getting a reduced tax cut, I think they're generally tend to be more of those those sort of teal supporters that you that you hear about often. So they are also somewhat supportive of a fairer sort of cut for everyone. We've also seen some of the polling in Dunkley has shown that around two thirds have supported the the changes to the tax cuts, um, and only around a third were opposed. So I think that's going to play in Labor's benefit. And obviously, you know, with with cost of living being such a huge concern, it, it can only it can only do good for them. Sarah, we've spoken a little bit about the candidates for the major parties in this by-election. Tell us who they are and what they're promising voters. Yeah, sure. So in Labor's camp, we have Jodie Bellier, who we mentioned earlier. Firstly, I'm a Frankston mum. She's been involved in community organisations, including one called Women's Spirit Project, which supports vulnerable women through fitness, health and wellbeing activities. I have big shoes to fill. I am not a career politician. I am not interested in playing politics. What I am interested in is creating a community that works together. As I mentioned before as well, she is relatively new to the Labor Party. Um, She's in the left faction of the Labor Party. Um, So it'll be interesting to see her, if she does make it to Canberra, to see how she works on the ground, really, not being a seasoned politician. In In the Liberal camp, we have Nathan Conroy. I want to thank the Liberal members for putting their trust in me to take this fight to Canberra. He was born in Ireland but moved here about a decade ago. People are actually choosing between bills and food. When I grew up in social housing in the 90s, the struggle was real then. It shouldn't be the case now. He is a mayor at the Frankston City Council and he's been mayor three times in a row since 2021. So obviously the Liberal Party is um, touting him as being a very popular mayor because he's been elected three times. Mm. And what are both candidates sort of focusing on in terms of their message for voters in, in the seat? 
So federal Labor's obviously pushing the stage three tax cuts that have been tweaked uh, last month, um, saying that it's, you know, an example of them doing something for the cost of living. In the Liberal camp, we are seeing a slightly more negative campaign. So we're seeing Peter Dutton stand alongside the candidate, Nathan Conroy, talking about the fuel efficiency standards and, and describing it as a ute and car tax. Well, I think Nathan deserves to, to be uh, victorious. He's not proposing a new ute tax, which is going to drive up the price of a Hilux or a Ford Ranger or a BT50 by thousands of dollars, which is, I just think it's so out of touch for the Prime Minister in a cost of living crisis. That will affect tradies and, and obviously, given the electorate, there are quite a few tradies in the area. Mm. They're also focusing on the release of immigration detainees last year after the High Court ruling, saying that the Albanese government uh, doesn't have a handle on its borders and, and is letting out, quote, criminals and pedophiles. So they're really trying to, to focus on that negative campaign. Next, the right-wing attack ads in the Dunkley by-election. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, Sarah, Advance Australia, which is the right-wing lobby group which campaigned against the Indigenous voice to Parliament last year, has published attack ads against Labor ahead of this by-election. What's going on there? Yeah, so obviously we saw their rise over the referendum, as you mentioned, but they're reappearing in this by-election in Dunkley. Um, the sort of attack ads we've seen so far are being quite aggressive. So I think they take the tone up a little bit from what the opposition are currently saying, but it's quite similar messaging. So where you might see uh, Peter Dutton talk about the fuel efficiency standards as a car and ute tax, you'll see advance sort of push that further and, and say things like net zero will uh, destroy Australia and ruin jobs, etc. Benita, have you seen any of these attack ads in the seat itself? Yeah. So on the day I was there, there were these two big trucks driving around the whole electorate and parking at the front of the polling booths that were, you know, enough's enough. We've had enough. Vote him out with a really sad looking photo of Anthony Albanese on it. Along with the the trucks, we've seen some full page ads from Advance Australia in the newspapers here. 
the latest one is around the immigration detainees and they, they kind of mirror the same language as Peter Dutton calling them, you know, hardened criminals, rapists, pedophiles, murderers. And it says right in the centre of the ad, there are 40 in Victoria. How many are there in Dunkley? Obviously, Advance Australia has been around since 2019 and um, their success in political campaigns has been pretty mixed. And, you know, generally speaking, they've spent lots of money on these sorts of campaigns and haven't really got the cut through that they've wanted. Obviously, in the federal election, we saw candidates such as Catherine Deves, who held more uh, extreme views um, that were backed by groups like Advance Australia. But we obviously didn't see them um, necessarily lift up her vote in, in Warringah. So whether they're actually able to, to sway an election is still not very clear. Obviously, during The Voice, they, they played a big role. And, you know, some people might say that they were responsible for the way that the vote went. But time will tell, really. I'm not sure, though, both of the trucks and their message and the, the ads in the paper, how they're going to play in a in a seat in Melbourne. We've seen it before in elections where that really sort of negative language actually kind of rubs people up the wrong way. So I'd be interested to see, maybe it might be different in a seat like Dunkley, if that sort of negative language works. So Benita, the Victorian Liberals have lost the last three state elections. What will the results of this by-election tell them about how they're going? The Liberals here need, you know, I think more than 15 lower house seats to form government. Mm. That's a big task. And they don't have that luxury that maybe the federal opposition has to pick and choose, okay, I'm going to focus on the outer suburbs. I'm going to focus on the inner city. The Liberals here, they're going to need to win absolutely everywhere. So if the Libs do well here federally, it might give them that hope for a seat like this, for a seat like Hastings, that are all around that area, that, you know, these these voters are coming back. Mm. And Sarah, the last by-election in Victoria was for the historically blue ribbon Liberal seat of Aston. It ended up going to Labor, causing a huge upset for Peter Dutton. If that happens here, what could that mean for the Liberals' election strategy going forward? Yeah, look, it's not going to be good news for Peter Dutton, as we do have one more by-election before the next federal election, which is in Cook, which is obviously Scott Morrison's seat. That will likely go to the Liberals. So really, Dunkley is one of those test areas. And we've already seen the Liberal Party be reduced to just seven seats across Victoria. So they have to win every seat they can possibly win in this state. Obviously, also other areas around, including Western Australia and Queensland. But Victoria is really one of those states they need to claw back plenty of seats from Labor. And if they can't win Dunkley, which is part of their sort of new electoral strategy to win the outer suburbs, it remains to be seen where they can actually win under Peter Dutton. It does seem, though, that they have learnt some lessons from Aston. I think the most obvious would be candidate selection. In Aston, they pre-selected Rashina Campbell as their candidate. She didn't live in the area. She wasn't really across the issues in the area. Mm. And compared to the local Labor candidate, like it was just apples and oranges. Whereas here they've chosen a young guy with a young family that lives in the area, that served the area before. So that might work in their favour. And Sarah, what would a loss or a swing to the Liberal Party mean for the Albanese government just one year out from the next election? I think a swing against Labor is to be expected. It's it's pretty typical for swings against government seats during by-elections. However, if they do lose, it's going to put the Labor Party on notice for the next federal election. They are obviously in a much more comfortable position at this point than where the Liberal Party is but they need to hold on to these seats 
And given that there's probably going to be some seats lost over in the West, with Mark McGowan gone, uh, you know, state daddy, um, Labor's power in the state obviously isn't what it was at its peak during COVID and they need to win back some seats in Queensland. Labor needs to hold on to everything they've got. Otherwise, they could be heading to potential minority government. Look, either way it goes, the Albanese government will be watching the results in Dunkley very closely as it will help to determine what their strategy is going to be leading up to the next election, which we don't know when that will be just yet, but it could be as early as August this year or until May next year. But if we're to to believe politicians and we're to believe Anthony Albanese, he said that he wants to serve a full term. So that's sort of indicating next year. So you don't have to go out for your democracy sausages just yet. Okay. Thanks so much, Benita and Sarah. Thank you. Thank you. That was Sarah Basford-Canales, a political reporter for Guardian Australia, and Benita Kolovos, who's The Guardian's Victorian state correspondent. You can find all of their coverage of the Dunkley by-election at theguardian.com. We've also linked to some of their latest articles on this on the Full Story page. That's it for today. This episode was produced by Karishma Luthria. Sound design and mixing by Daniel Simo. The executive producer of Full Story is Hannah Parks. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe or follow Full Story wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also leave us a review. I'm Jane Lee. Catch you next time. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.